Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. When I think about the feelings that motivate me at the end of this, I imagine people are enjoying it, which gives me satisfaction. I almost have a feeling of financial independence like I haven't had before. And it just feels really good to be able to contribute something that people enjoy and they love and it produce livelihood. And that feeling for me is just independence. And I am I keep striving for it and I keep pushing for it. So... Thank you so much for listening to the Mastercast today. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, and uh, we'll get back to you tomorrow. Today is Sunday, so it is Mastercast Day. If you are new to the Mastercast, within this episode, what I do is I reflect on the week successes, looking at what I can do better and provide some insight as a result to building daily habits. So let's get into it. So one thing I was really reflecting on within this last week is the success of my recent podcast series where I talked about David Gresh as relates to UFOs and potential whistleblowing. It really opened my eyes for what is possible. Um, And it's kind of transitioned the way I think about how potentially I'll podcast moving forward. Now, what's really interesting, if you haven't followed the David Gresh story or listened to those podcasts, go back and listen to them. I think, you know, I've done my best job to, to sequence different I- ideas together, different conspiracy theories and potential solutions as to why. Now, what have I learned from it? I've learned that there's like this weird magic place with the news headlines where maybe corporate news doesn't pick up a story right away. It falls between the cracks. And it's almost like society looks for podcasters and secondary source individuals to create information in order to present it out there. Because when I look at this story, it really had did that in a weird way because like Googling it and trying to find information. For example, if we look at the source that leaked it, which is Debrief, they release a lot of UFO information. And it's not necessarily like a newsworthy source, but it's still a good source of information for following UFOs and things that are happening. And I picked up the story, I followed the information, and I looked at what um, Newsroom was saying about it, and the podcast just exploded. You know, I think within my first episode, I had over a 1,000 downloads, which when I put that in context for this podcast, it took me about six months to reach a 1,000 downloads. So to get it within one episode really puts, like, it kind of really is like, wow. Like, you know, this really is possible. Um, but it also puts into effect that, you know, there's a lot more things you learn about a successful podcast within that moment. And here's what I mean. Your, whenever I look at the, the line of my podcasters on my app within uh, Spotify for podcasters, there's actually a line that shows you your frequency of downloads. So if you have 600 downloads, 1,000 downloads a week, and it looks like an EKG or like a heartbeat because it goes up. And then it goes down. And I really think what I'm learning throughout this experience is that there's going to be 
it's like really visceral or really like surreal. Maybe surreal is not the right word, but it's quite an experience to see it go up and then come down. And that down point is really where you are trying to leverage all of your skills, everything you know, in order to get back to the up. And I think within those damp down points, it really kind of drives what you can do in order to do a better job podcasting. You know, it's like it comes down to the simple fact that if you approach it as a trade, as a craft, and as a research project, then you are going to be able to develop something that people like to listen to. Now, when I look at the actual um, retainer of how many people stayed throughout the whole episode, it's around 45%, which to me is not bad. If I put that in grades, I would put it around a, probably a C plus. You know, because in all reality, to get 100% retention on a podcast isn't easy. And truly what you're striving for is about 70% is amazing. If you can get 50, that's also really good for people who stay through the whole thing and listen. And, and right now, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to develop a scalable model that people can listen to, they come back to, and there's topics there that fit a framework each week. Because before I was doing random topics, and although, although I, I, I enjoy it, I think the listener wants to be kind of part of a binge-worthy content experience. You know, it's like I find that people really listen to podcasts whenever they can listen to multiple ones, whenever they're driving, whenever they're doing something or they just kind of want to throw something on. And each episode kind of re relates a story and it's unwinding it. So moving forward, what I'm going to try to do is micro bingeable series weekly. So you get a topic each week and this week I'll do, do maybe three to four episodes on. And if I can, I'll bring a panel on to kind of discuss the issue. And that way it gives people the ability to truly share within the research experience. You know, for me, I really think I, I have a, a knack for research, pulling information and explaining things because I enjoy it. It comes natural to me. And I think a lot of this has to do, too, with your ability to build habits. It's like, you know, you get to a certain point in life where you realize your day is just a consistency of habits. You know, your time is allocated for what you want to do, whether it be on your phone, whether you be eating, whether you be spending time with family, whether you be doing whatever, working out. These are all consistent habits that you're putting together almost as a chain chain of events to get better, a chain of events to relax more, get more comfort. Like these things are all important, but they all drive one another. And I think probably doing a consistent podcast for 365 days, I talk about this, but the residual effect is your ability to build new habits in different ways. So if you're someone who really struggles with consistency, I would say if you could build a daily habit, okay, and then you have to announce it to a group of people so you get accountability. And then you focus on what you can do daily to build it. It'll be really, really helpful. And one thing that I think is really good for anybody who wants to build habits is reading the book Atomic Habits. Um, and James Clear, he is the author. It's the number one bestseller. It sold around 15 million copies worldwide. It's been put into 50 different languages. But the book in itself does such a great job of captivating how you build certain habits. And, and, and it goes into depth of even indicating like different points of how to save money, how like, you know, 90% of America, the majority of America doesn't even have a thousand dollars saved within their bank account. 
and the majority of the people who do only are saving it based on auto draft. So you already are automating the process in order to save. And that's a habit you build and you build your lifestyle based on certain habits. But he really has four key points within his book. And the first one is the cue. And the cue is that, that triggers your brain to initial behavior as it's aware to predict rewards. So your mind has the ability to analyze your environment to, dis, to, to understand the cues. If we think about cues, fitness, food, money, approval, status, your mind is like, I want this, okay? The next is craving. This is the motivation, okay? forcing behind any habit. What we crave is the, not the habit itself, but the chance, the state, and the delivery and the reward. So every craving is linked to a desire to change your initial state. All right. So you have to really be mindful of your cue. What do you want? You know, what do you want out of this life? And what are you willing to build a strong habit, a simple habit, or a subtle habit? Each one of them are still there, but it's like the time and effort you put into it, right? So your cues are in, can initially different by individuals. You know, your cravings obviously. They're going to be different for each person, okay? Number three is the response. This is the actual habit you're performing. So the physical thing you're doing, which takes the form of a thought or an action, whether a response occurs depends on your motivation associated with your behavior. Is it too hard physically, mentally? You don't do it. Your response also depends on your availability. A habit can only occur if you're capable of doing it. And this is really, really important. What are you capable of doing? So let's say you want to build a habit. Now, if my advice to anybody who would be podcasting or doing anything like this, it needs to be a relatively light lift. You know, maybe you're only giving 20% to 40 to 50% if it's daily. It's, and I do get in, I run in podcasting. I run in the quality over quantity all the time. So I try to produce stuff that works. But when it's a daily habit, you have to understand that you're actually building the residual, the residual effect of being able to do it, and you're trying to compound on another habit. That's what I'm trying to do as it relates to podcasting. I'm trying to get better at something, and the actual, the the, the thing I'm trying to reach is actually a money. I'm trying to build something that entertains people. I enjoy doing, and it creates a level of financial cushion. That is. My craving, that's what I want. The cue is money, and my response is podcasting 365 days in order to achieve it. The fourth is the reward, the end goal of, of every habit. Satisfaction, craving, teaching, action, um, reminding the future. Rewards close to the habit loop and complete the cycle. So whenever you go through this four-part series that James Clear talks about in the book, um, atomic habits it's a four it's a four part cycle that really breaks it down and the reward kind of goes in and it concludes the habit now right now i am currently i mean i am getting reward in the sense that i'm seeing my work pay off um you know my goal is to go to august 6th within this podcasting every day it might it'll transition at some point but i might transition into a different strategy but when i set out on this goal it was to podcast every day for 365 days because I listened to a TikTok where a guy did it and I was like, I was inspired by it. And he said, if you do it for 365 days, you will not, you'll no longer have to worry about money. And I was like, you know, I just don't know 
if that's true. You know, I wanted to test this theory out. If you do something like this for 365 days, does it build enough of a following to where you can live off of it? And, you know, I don't know. In two months, a lot can happen. If What's really crazy, if I look at it from this standpoint, is I do feel like compound interest is a thing here. My first six months were, you know, I, I looked at some of my numbers yesterday and I get 40 or 50 downloads now and I'm like, oh, that's kind of a light day. But then I look back to my first month and I had 50 downloads for 30 podcast episodes. And I wouldn't be surprised if 20% of those were me like just clicking on it to make sure it was working, right? So the compound interest is there and I have to put that in perspective whenever I'm like, you know, I started a podcast from zero. You know, I didn't have any like likeness. People don't know who I am. I don't have a major following. But what I do have is the ability to be consistent. I'm still in the response stage. The reward stage is coming. I think it will come. I think by August 6th, you know, the podcast could be at a place where it's generating a large amount or a decent amount of money. You know, if I look at the months and what it's been doing thus far, but it's still, I'm still in that response stage. And I think whenever you build these habits, you have to be able to submit to the process and you have to understand that it's a journey. You know, it's not like you can just, you know, snap your fingers and have something truly successful. And would you want it that way? You know, if you didn't go through the learning process, the steps of understanding and being able to develop your craft and someone just gave it to you, you know, I think there is a certain amount of people who truly wouldn't enjoy it or connect to it. I know I'm one of those people, you know, but do I want the reward? Yes. Am I willing to put in the work? Yes. So I think it comes down to what you want to do as an individual, you know, because the real intention of this podcast is also to to be an example of what you can do if you do something every day for 365 days. And if you do feel like you need to be able to break the cycle, build something worth building, do something that potentially could help you live off of and live your own life, you know, I think those are probably like the fundamental principles of this podcast and why I've been doing it so consistently in order to get better, you know, and, and to help others get better. Because I think sometimes it's easy to fall in the ruts of life, make you think, you know, the walls are closing in on you. But like most things, your mindset is like a Chinese finger trap, you know, and if you are allowing it to dictate what you're doing and you keep pulling and pulling and pulling, you're never going to get out of it. You know, you have to take time to really understand what you want and what you're willing to do to accomplish it. I think, too, focusing on the end result. You know, I don't know who said it, but if you if you sit down right now and you're listening to this, you're going through a process. And the first thing you do is think about a goal you want. Think about something you truly want right now, whether it be fitness, whether it be money, and just set a time on it. In three months, I want this. I want to be able to have this. I want to feel this. You know, really putting the time out there. Focus on that. Now, focus on the ability of achieving that goal. I really want you to think about it, you know, and go into a process of feeling it. Now, what you're feeling in that moment, if you did three steps, is truly what you're trying to achieve. You're trying to achieve a certain feeling of satisfaction. And that feeling is what should motivate you 
every day whenever you're doing a consistent habit. When I think about the feelings that motivate